This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 524, The Hidden Process Behind IELTS Scoring. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll find out exactly who grades your IELTS essays and speaking exam and how many times you're graded for a peek behind the scenes of IELTS. Hey, Jessica, how many coffees have you had today? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I don't think I would have made that sound if I had had no coffee. There you go. There's some past perfect conditionals for you guys. That was amazing grammar. Um, Thank you for that advanced grammar. Very good, very good. You know, people are always asking, when do we use it? Answer, almost never, unless you've had coffee. There you go. So I'm going to say I've already had three cups of coffee this morning. That's fair. Is that bad? That's fair. That's fair. Hey, you know, good stuff. (laughs) I do try and cut myself off, though. I have a cutoff time of 4 p.m. I don't have any caffeine after 4 p.m. And honestly, I don't think caffeine affects my sleep, like, at all. I think I could have a double espresso and, like, go to sleep. Um, But I think I just just need it so I just don't keep drinking coffee all day. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. That's so funny. Does does caffeine keep you awake? Like, have you ever had a problem like that? Um, I think not too much, really. Like, I also try to stop around five or six. I don't drink after 6 p.m. Um, but yeah, occasionally when I'm really fired up about other something else, then it combines with caffeine. Or if I get like a cold brew, that's yeah. actually so delicious and oh, rich and creamy. <laughs> I had it on Saturday and it was such a try treated myself. You know, normally I just get the basic iced coffee because it's the cheapest kind. But Saturday I said, no, I'm going to treat myself and get a cold brew. And what? It takes a long time too, doesn't it? Yeah, it takes like a long time. Process? And it yeah. yeah, and it comes out like all creamy and Ooh. it's just so nice. It's so good. It's so <laughs> worth worth the extra dollar. So <laughs> um if any listeners want to get Lindsay a Valentine's Day present, send her coffee. That's now what you we should know. send me. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'll get to um, my heart. <laughs> what is so why is the process? Because we're we're gonna Talk about some uh, IELTS processes, the grading processes today. So I'm curious, though, about the cold brew brew process. Why does it take so long? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I think they <laughs> they use like the nitro system, which injects something kind of some kind of like I guess air into it. To be honest, I have oh, no weird. idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do know that my brother could answer this question very well because he has it on tap at his house. He has this tap what? system set up. Yeah, he like set up cool. his whole tap system. Such a bro, right? That's <laughs> a, rad. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Because isn't he like an engineer or something? 
That's exactly right. So that's why, right? He's got to always get yeah. like get down to the nitty gritty scientific piece of things. And <laughs> that is so. funny. I have I have a friend who's a researcher, a medical researcher, and she's super nerdy science person also. And she is also very particular about her coffee. Hmm. <laughs> Lots of processes. Okay. Interesting. So- <laughs> um, we are going to explain to you guys exactly how you are awarded your scores. What is the process? Who looks at it? What, who is grading what in your speaking and writing? We've, I've had a couple questions from students in our course regarding speaking. Um, and then Lindsay had, you had a question about the, who grades the writing? Is that right? Yeah, I have a question. I could actually read this question so that our listeners can start to envision the question. Should we do that? Perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is a question from Marco from Italy. So he says, I'm a fun follower of your podcast for more than a year. Awesome. Awesome. And and he says, I can't help but listen to your shows every day. It's amazing and supernatural. Wow. Supernatural. (laughs) Okay, Marco, I do you know that is my favorite show of all time? Because (laughs) you couldn't have nailed that compliment more. Okay, I've never received that compliment before. That is so cool. That's awesome. (laughs) All right. So he says, I'd like to uh, ask a question about the IELTS writing section. I'm wondering if I sometimes use the same vocabularies in Mm. in the two tasks. Can it affect my score? The examiner will look at how many times I've I've used the same word overall in the two tasks, or will the examiner look at the two tasks as, as separate pieces? Right. I hope that my explanation is clear. Best wishes, Mark. Go. Oh, very good question. Okay. That is an awesome question, guys. And no, it does not affect your score at all. Um, so this is really important to know, right? This is one of those sort of um, nebulous uh, parts of IELTS where students just aren't quite sure what's happening behind the <laughs> scenes. Um, right. So guys, even originally, right, one examiner would look at your task one and your task two, like both of them. But even in that case, guys, they are graded in isolation. I think the mm. the process of the examiner might vary, but I think the easiest process that most examiners use is they'll grade all the task ones and then go and grade all the task two. So they're not going to compare your essays, Right. They're not going to look and be like, oh, this person just only knows this many amazing words or whatever. It's It does not Mm -hmm. affect each other at Mm -hmm. all. In fact, Mm -hmm. the examiners don't even like look at the names at the top. It doesn't matter, right? They just look at the essay, okay? Okay. So there's that. But um, a sort of recent change is that what most test centers do, guys, is they split it up. So there is no chance of that even anymore. One examiner will grade your task one and a whole a different person a different examiner will grade your task two so there is Mm. no danger of anyone knowing what you did on both tasks so yeah Mm. regardless of which procedure your test center follows um the examiner is not gonna look at your two essays back to back just that's not gonna happen okay so probably a good thing yeah i I think that's probably a good thing that they did that i could avoid bias right between moving between task one and task two Exactly. Well, mm. I think that's why they changed it, right? Because IELTS yeah. is always, you know, every t- I admire the way IELTS is willing to adjust procedures mm-hmm. f- to make it more fair, to make it more valid, right? Yeah. It's a, 
This test has been around forever. It's from two institutions that have been around forever, Cambridge and IDP. Um, but they're still trying to evolve with the times, right? Question types will become more common than others. We've talked about how the mixed question type in task two is now becoming more common. And I think because everybody figured out, you know, all the candidates knew argument, opinion, problem, solution. And so uh, we don't want that to be too easy, right? And so IELTS is changing that a little bit by having more mixed question types. So it does change, guys. And that is the value of listening to us and also being in our course, because as the test changes, we change our course, right? We Everything in there directly reflects the most current standards of IELTS. So I think that's one of the biggest benefits about being part of a, a brand like ours is we're we're also willing to change and we can. Mm-hmm. Love that. So valuable because there are courses out there that just stay the same, especially in textbooks, courses that just yeah. don't change, don't get updated. And that's a liability, guys. I've had like in um in some of the personal coach sessions, I'll be sent, you know, the their essays to look at before we talk. And um sometimes I'm looking at these questions and I'm like, where did they get these questions? <laughs> this would not be on IELTS today. Like some oh. of these task ones are so complicated. Like oh, there's man. no way you'd see this on the test. And like they're from textbooks. They're from IELTS websites, you know? And so, oh, yeah, it's hard to know what uh, what reflects current standards or what is acceptable yeah. or appropriate. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just stick with the resources you can trust. And the more the most up-to-date ones. So, Definitely. yeah. Um, just as a last note about who is grading your writing, right? So we already said that a different examiner will look at your task one and your task two. Now, how many times does it get graded? Because if you guys have looked at the IELTS answer sheets, you know that there is space at the bottom for two examiners, right? So that doesn't always happen, guys. Usually it's just one examiner that grades it. Sometimes they get flagged for various reasons and an additional examiner will grade it. Maybe the examiner is getting checked and they'll be like an examiner trainer, like a, like a higher up authority who is going to um, second uh, grade your essay a second time. But that's not about you. That's making sure that examiners are doing their job well. So that mm. should give you comfort because we're always checked also, right? So mm. the scores are going to be valid. But also sometimes if there's a huge difference in your score, like you get an eight in listening and a five in speaking or something, then your speaking exam might be graded again because that score doesn't make sense. Or like a huge difference between reading and writing. So um, yeah, there are times when it'll get graded twice, but usually not. Okay, so it's good to know this, these inner workings of the exam so we understand I mean, what we can do and what we can't. Guys, you know, there's a system that flags things and you're, you're well-checked and, you know, this is a valid exam. So all Completely. you guys have to do is learn what the examiner wants and give them that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then we don't have to worry about stuff like this. I mean, like, I'm not giving away any IELTS secrets today. I think it, and this isn't like, I think having this knowledge, it's not going to change your score, but it will make your practice more efficient because you're not worried about this other stuff that you don't have to worry about, you know? Exactly. I love that. I love that. 
Okay, so speaking, guys, how who grades you? What is that process? So the examiner you talk to on your speaking exam, that's the person that grades you, okay? And I get asked that a lot, and like, why is it recorded then? Good question. Because, <laughs> again, sometimes um, you will be graded more than once. And, and, you know, it's not always about you or your performance. It's no reflection on you. The examiners have to be double checked. Sometimes mm-hmm. they, their, their scores have to be sent to Cambridge to, for, you know, people to make sure that we're doing our job, that examiners are doing their job. So. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it will be double checked. That's why it's recorded. And I think this just, this just goes towards IELTS just being such a valid test. They're really yeah. just backups uh, and backups. Just in case something goes wrong, that's why it's recorded. So you, yeah. you really don't have to worry, guys. Like IELTS does all it, all it can to make the whole process fair. Mm, and I think also probably would they use that for a rescoring when someone submits for a rescore, a recheck? Would right. they use that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the third time, right? Um, mm. I don't usually recommend that you guys pay for having your exam rechecked. You can't, you don't have to do the whole exam recheck anymore. Um, I think most test centers do say, okay, you only want an inquiry into your speaking test. Okay. And you mm. could just do that. But still, you have to pay for it, guys. And it's not cheap. And there's no guarantee that your score is going to change. I mean, if the if you take away one thing from today, it's that examiners are held to high standards and they're highly trained, always checked, and your scores by and far 99% of the time are dependable. Like that is what you deserved on the test, right? So the recheck does not always yield results. And I think because it's a long process. You have to like submit paperwork and then wait like, I don't know, at least two weeks at least. So instead of doing that, just work on your performance and learn more and do better next time. This could go to the you don't know what you don't know thing because sometimes when we're so overconfident that we deserve a rescore, it's possible that we don't know about something that the examiner's looking for that we needed to include. And that would end up being a complete foolish waste of money if we don't even know exactly what the examiner wants and we think we need a rescore because we don't actually know what the criteria was very well. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's why the most efficient way to improve your IELTS scores, guys, is to work backwards with us. Start with what the examiner expects. So that way, everything you do from then on is directly connected to your score, right? There's no waste of time. There's no just filling hours of study, trying to justify that you're improving when you're not. You have to be able to look at everything you're doing and think, okay, I'm doing this because I'm increasing my fluency, right? That's Mm -hmm. why we talk out loud to yourselves. Or I'm doing this so I can um, increase my informal vocabulary. That's why I'm watching this movie. I really think being explicit as motivated adults, busy adults, being explicit about why you're doing whatever English thing you're doing and directly connecting it back to IELTS, that's, that's motivation. That's how you know you're doing your best, you're working hard, and you're not wasting your time. So everything in the study plan, our study plan, right? No matter if it's read the newspaper or go to this website, it's all directed to the IELTS scores. 
Yep, you got it. I love it. But I love these questions. You know, thank you to Marco for this question. And guys, keep sending in your questions. You know, send them into Lindsay at allearsenglish.com. We'll keep them. We'll answer them on the show. As many real questions we can get. It's just better and better. Yeah. Totally. Yes. We we love your questions, guys. And I mean, shoot, this is episode 524. So we love coming across questions that we haven't done before. Right? So no matter how far out you think your question is, it could it could be an episode. We could read your name and oh, yeah. feature your story on an episode. So no matter – don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. Every question is valid. You got it. There we go. Awesome. So guys, send in your questions. We'll try to cover them as soon as possible and jump in our course, awesome. guys. We just put up a brand new video to show you all the cool things you get in our course and why it will change your future. Really, it'll change yes. your, you know, your life track, your life vision. So go totally. to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and check out that video. You know, t- today's Valentine's Day here in America, and <laughs> what better way to celebrate Valentine's Day than planning for a lovely future? Okay, oh, I just, yeah. I had to connect it back to Valentine's Day somehow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Your partner is looking for a better life, right? Maybe a better place to live. You could give that to your partner and your family totally. potentially, right? That could yeah. be a nice Valentine's gift to tell them that you've decided to take IELTS and you've enrolled in a course. That's pretty awesome, <gasps> right? Ooh, or buy this course for your loved one. That could be the oh. Valentine's Day present is our course. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> so guys, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Check out our new video, guys. We have a lot of information there, a lot of inspiration, because that's what we keep in the forefront, right? We we need to know why we're improving and that it's possible. So at the very least, just check out that video. You can see that it is possible for you. And then get into the course, get into that personal coach package, and I I will personally work with you on Skype. Awesome. Very cool. All right. We'll be back next week. Jessica, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Thanks. You too. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.